Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. It's Monday the 3rd of June. Coming up, footage shows man trying to stab a police officer. Come on, Sean. Let go of the knife. Come on, mate. We don't need to do this. MP calls for urgent action to stop migrants crossing channel. We were told that this was a crisis at Christmas and in January a new agreement was entered with the French and it was all going to be sorted out, but it's got worse. And Craig David tells us how he's sacrificed nights out for his music. My mates would be like, come on Craig, let's go out raving, let's go out man, we've got the drink, we've got the, we got the JD, let's go. And I'd be like, guys, I can't, I need, I need to finish this song. Kent Online News. First today, police have released footage of the moment a man tried to stab an officer in Ashford. Sean Higgins had called 999 to report an intruder in his garden after taking cocaine in June last year. He was caught on body cam trying to attack the officer with a knife. Ish has been watching the video. Sean, Sean, let's, let's take the knife off you. Let's take the knife off of you. Get off. No, 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 no. 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 No, Sean. No. The police officer can be seen struggling with the man who's armed with a blade in his bedroom. As he tries to stab him, the officer forces his hand away to keep the knife as far from him as possible. Sean. No. The officer tries to reason with the attacker and calm him down. Sean. No. No. What are you doing? What are you doing, Sean? What are you doing? It has little effect and the footage shows the man trying to stab the policeman again. Sean, no! No! Sean, no! No, Sean, no! The officer is protected from the attack by his stab vest. Come on, Sean. Let go of the knife. I'm a police officer. He tries once again to talk sense into the attacker and you can hear how exhausted he is from the efforts of keeping him at bay. The struggle continues until the knife eventually falls to the floor and the attacker is arrested. We don't need to do this. Right, let's just try stabbing me. Okay. You're under arrest. Okay. It's sufficient. Assault him, please. Do not have to say anything. We may harm your defence. If you do not mention when question, so you later on, I call. If you do the same, maybe given an evidence. The 40-year-old from Bradbridge Green in Singleton is starting nine years in jail for the attack after being found guilty of attempting to cause grievous bodily harm. Kent Online reports. A woman in her 40s is in a critical condition in hospital after falling from a motorway bridge into the River Medway. She was flown to a London hospital after being pulled from the water by emergency crews near the Medway Bridge Marina just after seven last night. The air ambulance landed at the nearby Borstal Recreation Ground following reports she'd fallen from the coastbound carriageway of the M2. A Kent MP is calling for urgent action after 74 migrants crossed the English Channel over the weekend. A record eight boats made the dangerous journey on Saturday, sparking concerns of a summer surge. Charlie Elphick says not enough's being done to deter people from risking their lives to try and reach Kent. Well, we were told that this was a crisis at Christmas and in January a new agreement was entered with the French and it was all going to be sorted out but it's got worse and what we've now seen in the last month is a record number of illegal immigrants arriving in this country by boat. The Home Office need to get in control of this situation. This is not simply a question of border security, this is a question of safety as well. These are boats which are overcrowded with men, women and children 
in them, if they were to overturn or to sink in the middle of the channel, that could be a real tragedy with loss of life. And that's why it's so important that Britain and France work together to bring an end to this crisis very urgently. It's really important that we find the people traffickers who are behind this. They are exploiting vulnerable people. We need to ensure that they're caught and that they're brought to justice. And we also need to remember that this is as much a problem for France as it is for Britain. In the past we saw Sangat, we saw the Calais jungle, which was 10,000 people living in appalling conditions in Calais and breeding crime as well as appalling conditions, as well as exploitation. You know, that is so important on both sides of the channel to bring to an end that people don't live in conditions like that. What we need to see is a step change in approach. We need to see the English Channel become a joint security zone between Britain and France so that anyone found anywhere in the channel can be returned carefully and safely back to the French coast. Because the best deterrent for migrants and traffickers alike is to know that there is no hope of getting into Britain. That is a really important message that we need to send to bring to an end to this crisis. We also need to see 24-7 aerial surveillance of the channel so that anyone setting off from France can be swiftly detected and rung in to the French authorities so that they can apprehend them. Kent Online News. It's been revealed only 8% of companies here in Kent are paying women more than men. Figures show that's just 22 businesses out of 253 which have more than 250 employees. 14 of them are in the leisure, care or cleaning sectors. Sue Nelson is the chief exec of Breakthrough Funding based in Ashford. She's been telling Ish how she feels about the figures. I'm thoroughly and utterly depressed about it, really. I mean, what else can you say? It's, it's, um, I mean, the figures are there and it's transparent and you, you can't really disagree with them. I, th- I think it's, it's a complicated issue because it's a difficult measure. Um, but you can't hide from the fact that women across the board really are getting paid far less than men. Why do you think we're still seeing the gender pay gap at such a scale? Well, when I talk to uh, businesses, and uh, we have about 300 clients a year across all sorts of sectors, and and about two-thirds of those are in Kent, so I get to speak to quite a lot of business owners. And I think there is a genuine desire from, from people who own businesses to have a diverse workforce, and I think many of them say we would welcome more women in higher positions, but you know what, I don't think they know how to do it. And, and I think they just don't know what to do about it. Um, what they need to do is look at their recruitment policies. They need to look at flexible working. They need to probably think about the way their businesses run and the way it operates and do that in a different way. Because if you just keep doing the same thing, you're just going to get the same results. And, and that's what's happening. So I don't think there's necessarily a desire to discriminate. Um, and I don't see much of that. I think that there is a real you know, I don't know, sort of lack of understanding about how you make a change. From what I understand, you've brought up a point previously about maternity leave having an impact on careers, but in reality, you don't see that as an excuse. I think it does. I mean, it had an impact on my career because I don't want to go back to work full time and and the options can be limiting or you might not want to travel as far as you used to. You know, if you're getting on the commuter train to London, which quite a lot of us do in Kent, um, and you've suddenly got a young baby, you know, and you've you've just finished your maternity leave, and that baby's a year old. Are you going to, you know, continue to do that travelling? It 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 does put a lot of pressure on on mums and dads, of course. So so you know, quite often people will decide to work closer to home. Maybe that means they're not such a high-powered job or that they start taking part-time work and that will set you back in your career if it's the the mother that decides to stay at home 
But do you feel that that's being used as an excuse, perhaps, by companies? It's hard to say. I mean, it is very difficult if you're a small business accommodating people on maternity leave. You know, if you've got 10, 15, 20 employees, it's quite hard. But these figures about employees, employers that have 250 staff. So, you know, you would think that they would be able to accommodate that much more easily. So is it an excuse? Yeah, possibly. In terms of, for example, the, the impact of a young woman, for example, who's starting her career and seeing figures like that surely is going to be discouraging, isn't it? To some degree, but I think women sometimes aren't very good at asking uh, uh, for a pay rise or, you, you, you know, um, being a little bit more forthright. Um, and, and so I think women have to take some responsibility. If you're not happy or you think that flex- flexible working could work for you, you know, you should ask. You can ask it in a really nice way, but, but you know, in, in, in quite a strong way. Um, uh, um, but you should be asking. And I think perhaps men are better at doing that than women. And, and women, do you know what we have to, you know, why don't you just do it? So, I mean, somebody can only say no. But if you ask and put your case forward um, clearly... Um, then an employer has to consider it. They don't necessarily have to say yes, but they do have to consider it. Kent Online reports. You'll now need to take ID with you if you want to use a waste and recycling centre in Medway. Staff at the sites in Capstone, Cuxton and Gillingham will ask to see something like a council tax bill, driving licence or bank statement proving where you live. It coincides with Kent County Council bringing in charges at some of their waste sites. Further talks between the authorities mean Kent residents will be able to use facilities in Medway for the next 18 months. Two men have been rescued from a capsized boat near Whitstable. Lifeboat crews found them standing on the overturned catamaran in the sea, not far from Tankerton on Friday afternoon. They helped get the boat the right way up and rescued one of the men who ended up in the water. A generator, fishing rods and antique Tonka toy trucks are among things stolen during a spate of burglaries on one street in Laysdown. Six properties on Shellness Road have been targeted over the last four months. Police say they're keeping an open mind as to whether the same people are responsible for all the break-ins. The work being done by thousands of people who give up their time to help others for free is being celebrated in Kent this week. It's Volunteer Week, which is also a chance to try and encourage more people to get involved in helping out with projects or charities. David Naylor is from Victim Support in Kent, KMFM's Charity of the Year, which uses volunteers to help support victims of crime in the county. Our volunteers are incredibly important to us and what we're looking at doing is having an afternoon tea um, to celebrate the work that our volunteers do. Um, We also we send out cards to our volunteers as well just as a little token of appreciation. But really, in a way, it seems a bit wrong to restrict our thanks just to one week out of the year. Um, You know, we would like to see that we have volunteers week every week of the year. Um, Our volunteers do an incredible job and without them, we really wouldn't be able to function. So what we try and do through the year is we invest in our volunteers, we invest in training, um, we try and upskill them to help them get into different areas of um, the volunteer field that they would like to. So as I say, really, it is more than just the one week a year. We have our compass points, which drop-in locations across Kent and we'll be using those to promote the work that we do so that we can get volunteers from across Kent and we're especially looking to try and get volunteers from um, communities that we don't have great representation from and also from areas of Kent as well where our volunteer numbers might be lower so we're especially looking for people that might be living in Medway or in Thanet that would like to become involved in the work that we do to support victims of crime to come forward and we'd love to work with them to have them become volunteers with us. There are no qualifications 
qualifications needed to be a volunteer. Um, we want people that are um, interested in the work that we do. We want people that, you know, actively want to make a difference in people's lives. And that's what our volunteers do on a daily basis. Kent Online Showbiz. Craig David's been telling KMFM about what he had to miss out on while growing up to make sure he made it in the music business. He's back with a new song. Here he is chatting to Gary and Laura on Breakfast. When you know what love is, is the song then. Tell us how it came about, what it means to you. Just tell us what we need to know about it. The the sentiment of the lyric is very much inspired by some of the, my, my favourite movies of like Serendipity and Sliding Doors. Those ones that you can't, or The Holiday. Just ones where you've met somebody, but it's like it's more than... Oh, I'm just your heart, or I'm attracted to you. It's a, it's a deeper kind of feeling of I know you, and I feel like I could spend the rest of my life with you. And I think that when we started to write, and I brought up those kind of movies, who was in the room with me, which was Gary Barlow, um, mm-hmm. Fraser T. Smith, who produced like Stormzy's Blast record, and and a lovely guy called Jinjin, who's written some of the biggest songs for with Jess Clint. So. So we sat down and when I said about those movies, it seemed to hit everybody. I can see in their eyes that they, they knew either a person or a moment or a situation that they were in right now that they could connect to. And then when we started writing it, it just, it just flowed. It flowed so effortlessly. Talking of Sliding Doors, that film is obviously about a moment where your life goes off in two different directions. Yeah. Can you think of a Sliding Doors moment in your life where you, your life could have gone off in a totally different direction? We maybe wouldn't know you as Craig David we might know you're doing something else or we might not know you at all. Do you know what? I mean, that's an amazing question. Actually, like, really like, amazing question. Um, the choices that I made when I was the, the young kid in my council flat with my mum and my mates would be calling up and I'd be, like, in the middle of writing a song and I'd be singing some, like, lyrics. And I was like, well, I'm walking away from the troubles and my... And I'm sort of halfway through, haven't finished the song. And then my mates would be like, come on, Craig, let's go out raving, let's go out, man, we've got the drink, we've got the, we got the JD, let's go. And I'd be like, guys, I can't, I need, I need to finish this song. And they'd be like, oh, man, you're going on, like you've you got a record deal, come on, man, let's go. And I'm like, no, I need to finish this song. And nine times out of ten, I mean, there were moments where I did sort of buckle and went out with them and ended up getting smashed. But, <laughs> but You're only human. Yeah, you, you, you know, you, you can't, your threshold gets pushed. But then the times that I did stay in ended up creating songs like Walking Away, Fill Me In, Seven Days, rendezvous rewind and it was all because of there was something intuitively was saying that i have to do this and the fun part of maybe going out with my mates and having a great time with them i had something had to give and i just chose the i want to stay in and finish the songs and i look back in hindsight now and to see this 20-year career so far it's those decisions so it's very much a sliding doors serendipity intuitive thing that you have to do and so i'm yeah, it could have gone, could have gone either way. It may not have been. Maybe I've done music, but maybe I wouldn't have met the Artful Dodger in the same way. It just would have been a different course, you know. We're getting very excited for August because you are coming to Kent. You're performing at the Neverworld Festival in Hever with the TS5 gig. Now we've had Craig David gigs in Kent before, but never a TS5 gig. What can we expect? One, it's so much fun. I mean, it started off as a house party in Miami um, for friends, and it's really me being able to play play my own tunes and be able to perform, um, but then also mix into some of my favourite records from other people, drop an instrumental and do a little freestyle over that. Um, and it's a very unique type of show. It's it's something that allows me to really kind of play music on a dime of how the crowd are working. So if it's like, if, if I'm feeling like, oh, you want more house stuff, you want to be on a dance flex, I can go there. Or if you want to go more R&B. So I'm, I can't wait to come and 
just let people enjoy, have a, have a good time. And finally today, two teenage magicians from Kent have missed out on winning Britain's Got Talent. Harry Nardi from Ashford and Theo Malalu from Hythe are part of the group 4MG, which made it through to the final but finished in last place. The competition was won by 89-year-old singer and war veteran Colin Thackeray. That's it for now, but for more news throughout the day, you can head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. 